0: Bill Morgan in for Pam Cook on Canton's Morning News. Time for our weekly conversation with Dr. Stan Anderson. And, Doctor, uh, before we formally get into what you're here to talk about this morning, I wanted to send out my personal congratulations. Boy, I I read that very nice article the other week uh, where you were awarded a statewide honor It was on the front of the repository. And uh, congratulations to you, your support staff. And, by the way, the picture was great, Dr. Stan.
1: Oh, uh, Bill, thank you so much. My, my nurse looked at that and she said, why do you look so angry? <laughs> I thought, well, I was trying to look intense. And uh, so thank you. Your comments are so kind. I appreciate that.
0: Well, uh, you are more than welcome. We appreciate you joining Pam's show every week. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where we're at now with the symptoms different with Omicron BA5.
1: Yeah, so first, a little snapshot. This is according to the website Worldometer. The uh, trailing the last three days, looking at all cases, we're seeing somewhere around 43,000 that are being reported. What that means is is somebody who does a home test and then ends up not seeking any, um, any help those are not being reported. So 43,000 that are being reported, and we're seeing somewhere around 100 deaths a day. The only people now, for the most part, that are dying tend to be people that are much, much older with many, many medical problems who still have not been vaccinated. So here's kind of a little snapshot. The one estimate is somewhere around 95% of us have either had COVID or have been vaccinated against COVID. So we have immunity or we end up having um, natural immunity. That's a way to think of it. And the interesting thing is is a recent study was looking at people that end up having the antibodies, so this is the blood test to determine if they have had it, and they say that up to 80% of people under the age of 30 may have had COVID, but they had negligible symptoms. So as a result, they may not have even known that they had it, and they ended up testing positive for having the antibody, so they have some resistance or immunity to COVID. So 80% of young people, now the older we get, the more likely it is we're going to have symptoms. And this is the interesting thing. The old COVID, so in other words, when you think back two years ago, two and a half years ago, how did this end up showing up? Um, It ended up basically being it was horrible body aches, horrible sore throat, excuse me, horrible cough, horrible. You just felt like you were hit by a Mack truck. Your fever went up. What we're seeing with most of the BA-5, the Omicron variants now, is people get back pain. They get sore throat and congestion. Now, with allergies being here, some people have sneezed so hard that they have hurt their back. So it's kind of difficult now if somebody comes in with back pain and sneezing and drainage And a sore throat. Well, is it allergies or is it possible that this is COVID? So it's that the symptoms have just—they've started to fluctuate. They've started to change. They're not nearly as severe for the vast majority of people, and that's the big news about
0: COVID. Doctor Stan on fourteen eighty WHBC, and Doctor Stan, is it too early to tell, or do we already know? Is getting a COVID shot? going to be something we do on a a yearly basis for those who choose to do it, much like you have flu shot opportunities now.
1: Yeah, so the the big news is is that there's going to be the new Novavax and then Pfizer, BioNTech, ended up just applying for their new vaccine because they both cover the new Omicron variant. So the question is, is should people wait? Should they get a vaccine? And you actually see reactions and, and recommendations that are all across the board. Clearly, if you have not been vaccinated, get vaccinated sooner rather than later. With school back in session and with more people gathering together, there's a higher likelihood of spread. Having The vaccine, any kind, is going to give you more protection. You won't die from COVID if you get it. So the first answer is, if you haven't been vaccinated, get the vaccine. The new Novavax and the Pfizer-BioNTech, they're expecting that those will be available Probably in September. So my recommendation for most of my patients is that they should get it in September, um, probably similar to the time that they get their, their um, flu shot. Um, they don't have to be. The only shot that you should not get together is the shingle shot with the COVID shot. That's the only combination that should not be given anywhere close to each other. But getting the flu shot with the the shingles booster, excuse me, with the COVID booster, uh, that should that should not be a problem. The the other big thing is is should people wait? It all depends whether or not you see that you're going to be around a lot of people. If you have gatherings coming up you want to get the vaccine now rather than wait until these other new vaccines come out. And then there's always some trepidation. It's a new vaccine. Is it going to have more side effects? We don't know. All we know is, is the ones that are available, they protect us from dying. They generally protect us from hospitalization. So it's, the new ones that give in the Petri dish and what we know in studies that they help to protect against the Omicron variant. But things are changing all the time. So it gives us protection against the BA5. The question is, is is it going to mutate again? Are we going to get another strain of COVID? And that's what nobody knows.
0: Dr. Stan, having said all that as we wrap up this morning, for those who have been vaccinated, have had boosters who should get a third booster
1: yeah so the first thing is is anybody with an autoimmune disorder so if you have um, if you're taking one of the new medicines that you uh, hear about when you turn on the TV and you hear about these new medicines for psoriasis for Crohn's disease um, but new medicines for certain types of rheumatoid arthritis if you're taking one of those you should get a third booster. If you struggle with your weight, so people who um, have the diagnosis of obesity, they should consider getting a third booster. But the primary thing is is um, people with autoimmune disorders, they are the ones that are more likely to, the, the, the shots just didn't take, so they would be more likely to need a, booster
0: Dr. a Stan, booster. Dr. Stan Anderson, as always, thank you so much. And I know Pam will look forward to talking to you again coming up next Wednesday.
1: Hey, thanks, Bill. I appreciate your time.